0: Good morning, and thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate that. Dave and Doreen, the Morning KLH, along with Marcus Allen, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wildey and Tausch on ESPN Milwaukee, and media personality hmm. Jason Wildy joins us right now. How are you doing, Jason Wildy?
1: It's been quite a week, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it's been quite a week. I mean, between all the Nutcracker performances and everything else. You're right. What's, what's all you travel. Yeah, all the travel. Uh, media personality, I introduced you like that, and you know why, because of Aaron Rodgers' dig at Pat McAfee on Tuesday. Uh, y- you're familiar with what I'm talking about? No,
1: I don't watch that program. I'm okay. Like I have
0: to. <laughs> okay, all right, well, here's the thing. <laughs> the very first question, McAfee took a long time to ask, and there were a lot of questions in there. And, and Aaron says something to him like, wow, your work on – ESPN's College Game Day. I mean, you're becoming quite a media personality there. It was definitely a dig, and I think it's the first crack in the Pat McAfee Aaron Rodgers relationship. And maybe the reason he pivoted away from your radio show. Maybe you're too much of a media personality, Jason.
1: That could be, or maybe maybe this is the opening. You know, like 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 when uh, uh, there's that Seinfeld episode where. Jerry and Elaine are waiting out the marriage between uh, Carrie Elwis and I can't remember the other actress. Right, right, right. And uh, um, maybe I can get them back. We can get the radio <laughs> show back going again because you know there's a they're having a little bit of trouble in their relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The grass wasn't greener I, on the other side. Uh, I did hear there was a clip that we that we uh, that we saved where Pat Maxey asked him like eight questions. Yeah, and just keeps talking like. I get a lot of grief for my long questions, but usually it's a setup and then a specific question, not a uh, "I'm going to ask you every thought I have in my head." So he gave Pat some grief about that, but uh, God bless him. You know, I had a I had to deal with all this internet chatter about how Jordan Love is going to want to be traded, and uh, that was not. Exactly, fun to deal with. So that was that's what made it a long week for me. But,
0: okay, so hey, wait a minute. Fun. Wait, why why would based on based on your column about it?
1: No, based on me saying on one of our programs that I I I think that I and I'm somewhat confident, fairly confident that they that if Rogers comes back, Love will ask for a trade, which I thought was kind of a no blank Sherlock type. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Right. Rogers asked for it. Uh, or was going to ask for it if Favre hadn't retired on March 8th, 2008. Um, and, yeah, they were – I mean, it was a subject of – I don't listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN National, but they talked about it, then Get Up talked about it. Oh, okay. There were all these aggregator sites that were talking – like, writing about it. It was um, – it got a lot of attention, and, again, I, I like, if, here's the thing. If you're Jordan Love, and I had this great conversation with him before the bye, and I wrote what I thought was actually one of my best stories of the year because he was so good, that if you're Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers comes back and you're like, yeah, that's cool, I'm happy to sit for another year. Like, I'm not sure I want you as my quarterback. I want somebody more competitive than that. Mm -hmm. I want someone who wants to play, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, they've got a lot of things to figure out this offseason, even if they win their next four games and somehow find their way into the playoffs.
0: Okay, so let's assume they pull off a miracle, right, for the sake of argument here, and they win their final four games. And what is that, nine and eight? We are. What else has to happen? I feel like this is bank math when you figure out yeah. all the other things that have to happen, there's and so then you are like, yeah. "How is this even possible?"
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like helping Sydney with her sixth grade word problems. Frankly, yeah. um, as you said, Doreen, the number one thing is they got to win out. Like, there is there are miracle scenarios where they could lose one of those games and still get in the playoffs at 8 and 9 but those are pretty far fetched i mean technically the rams are still in playoff contention at 4 and 9 but that's just math that, that, that no one thinks they're making the playoffs so they do need a bunch of things to happen but you know i tell this story all the time about this scenario you know in 1999 the Packers were bad, and they went into, but, and yet they went into the finale on January 2nd, 2000, after we had survived Y.C. King. <laughs> and if they beat Arizona and like four other things happened that day, they would make the playoffs at eight and eight. And uh, it was amazing. Three of the four things that they needed to happen happened, and they won. And then there was some, like, weird thing with, like, Carolina and point differential, and that didn't come in for them. It's like, I don't I don't bet, but it's like having a, you know, mm-hmm. five-part parlay and four of the five hits, yeah. and they, they almost made the playoffs as one of the crappier teams they've had in the last uh, 25 years. Jason, I remember a time not too long ago when – The Denver Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett over to them, and there was the the possibility that maybe Aaron Rodgers would come follow. Now, Nathaniel Hackett's job over in Denver, man, not looking so good with Russell Wilson. Think of Luke Getzey. He goes down to the Bears. Well, the Bears are now still the Bears. Is this an indication that people who come from Matt LaFleur's program, maybe the shine has kind of come off the the LaFleur offense now? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, it's that old uh, rising tide lifts all boats, Uh hall of fame quarterback lift all profiles, right? Like, do we really know how good of a coach Matt LaFleur is? No. Like Matt LaFleur was 39 and 10 in his first three years, best record in NFL history for a coach in his first three seasons. But, you know, he didn't do it with Jordan Love. He didn't do it with Brett Hundley. Um, so I'm not, I, I don't know how good of a GM is duty, right? I mean, Rated away the best wide receiver in football. Mm-hmm. You look at his draft uh, history, and he's got some very, very good players and a lot of misses. But he's got Aaron Rodgers, who I always like to say is the great deodorant. He covers up all the areas of your team that stink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done that this year. Mm-hmm. And so now we're looking at the Packers a little differently and those guys a little bit differently. Marcus, to your point, like you know, I think Luke Getze is getting a lot of love and, and credit because he has helped Justin Fields improve in Chicago, even though their record isn't very good. That Denver thing, what a oh, man. disaster that's turned out to be. Like, Seattle is better without Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has played like garbage. Uh, Russell Wilson does not seem to have endeared himself to his new teammates. And obviously they haven't won. They were one of the first teams to be eliminated from playoff contention. I do think it would be interesting, they have new ownership there compared to the ownership that was in place when Hackett was hired, if they would go one and done with him, how quickly Matt Lafleur would call him and say, hey, I want you back. We've got, we're have going to keep Adam Stenevich in the offensive coordinator role, but I want you back as my associate head coach or whatever you want to call him and my right-hand man because I do think that that is one of the – things that they have really missed is his, his ideas, his ability to be decisive. LaFleur told me this offseason that they were really good yin and yang because LaFleur really labors and ponders all these decisions and Nathaniel Hackett is much more decisive than he is, and so they worked really well together. And Rogers loves the guy. So if that were to be the scenario uh, I would hope that his first call would be, hey, you want to come back? I know it didn't work out the way you wanted over there, and you'll get another chance, but come on back here and we'll get things turned around.
0: We're speaking with Jason Wildey. Jason, uh, read your column about David Bakhtiari. Some of the things I learned, according to Pro Football Focus, he's yet to give up a sack this year. He ranks fourth in their pass-blocking efficiency, and his grade of 82.1 from PFF is higher than his grades in 2015 and 2019. Uh, in 2019, he was all pro Mm -hmm. but what you uh bring up as a subject i did not even know was possible and that is david bakhtiari even though he signed that gigantic contract the way i read this is they've got a big decision to make don't
1: they they do he's uh he's got a nine million dollar roster bonus due the third day of the league year so that's kind of when they'll have to make the decision what they basically have to say is you know hey We still want you. We've seen how good you've been uh, when you've been healthy, and we're going to bet that you're going to stay healthy. Um, I mean, he's had such a weird year, right? I mean, emergency appendectomy. His his wife uh, gave birth to their first child over the bye week, which is a great thing. It's probably the only really good thing that's happened this year, the way it's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the, the challenge is he's got like a $29 million cap number next year. Yeah. That can't stay that way. Yeah. So either they have to move on from him and get out of that contract, and if they did, they would actually clear $5 million in salary cap space, or they have to rework his deal so it's more palatable for their salary cap. And, and if they do that, they are taking the risk that these injuries, that the knee, bulkiness, and everything else, there are more injuries are going to come down the pike and then they're going to regret having invested in him. But the dude has played really well when he's been on the field, and that's what makes it a tough decision.
0: Thank you so much for the insight. It's always interesting. and I hope your week gets a little bit better.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's almost over.
0: (laughs) There you go. All right, my friend. Have a good weekend. We'll talk Monday. Take care, everybody. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, Green and Gold Insider.